Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. I want to share a a word with you um, um, and then pray for folks and uh, do as much as we can in the time we have. Um, just so exciting about, uh, just it, uh, you know, it's not normal for church to be full on Wednesday night. Just thought you'd know that. So once again, you're not a normal church. Um, so way to go. My title is God is Awakening Kings on Your Behalf. And I think uh, this is really already happening in the awake, awakening leadership, pastoral, apostolic leaders, including your beloved pastors here. But it's going to happen in your story. In Esther chapter 6, it begins with this, this sentence, that night the king could not sleep. This is King Ahasuerus, this magnificent ruler of the known world, basically. So one was commanded to bring the book of the record of the Chronicles, and they were read before the king. Oh, by the way, if you can't sleep, just read Chronicles in the Bible. Um, lots, of, lots of begotting, begetting. And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Bikthana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs, who were doorkeepers who had sought to lay hands on the King Hasteris. These two trusted inner sanctum workers, servants, were going to assassinate the king. Mordecai, a Jew, a man of God, found out about it, reported it, and it was stopped. And so the king, somehow this, this whole event happened so quickly, and the king it slipped his mind to do something about Honoring Mordecai, and he's, the king said, what honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? Has anybody done anything good for him? And he said, nothing's been done for Mordecai. So the king said, who's in the court? Now Haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace to suggest to the king that he hang Mordecai on gallows he had prepared for him. Now Haman had made gallows 75 feet high to kill Mordecai on. And now, something different is going to happen. The king's servant said to him, Haman is here, staying in the court. And the king said, let him come in. So I'm, I'm just going to fast forward. The king said, what, what should be done for the man that I want to honor? And Haman thought, well, who would he want to honor more than me? He said, well, you should give him a coat you've worn, the horse you ride on, a, a crown you wear, and someone should lead him through the whole city shouting, this is the honor the king gives to the man who's important to him, who, whom he wants to honor. And Haman thought that was all going to be for him. And then the king said, that's perfect. Now you do that for Mordecai. <clears throat> In one moment, God made Mordecai's enemy bless him. God snaps his fingers and he can make people that hate you bless you. He can make people against you bless you. And 
Mordecai, there's hundreds of thousands of Jews throughout the, 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 the massive providence of this king's uh, reign. And Mordecai uh, uh, was fasting and praying because Haman wanted to kill them all. So anti-Semitism isn't something new. It is a work of demonic origin that kind of sticks his head up every, every few years. It's now, again, uh, doing that. And uh, so here is the plot to kill all the Jews in one, one great assassination. And now the Lord's going to stop it. Mordecai was covered in sackcloth and ashes, praying and fasting, all the Jews praying and fasting. While they're praying and fasting, here's what God did. God wouldn't let the king sleep. The Lord is about to wake up people in your life, people of influence and consequence, people of authority and standing, and he's not going to let them go back to bed until they bless you, until they promote you, until they release God's purpose for you. Our job is to call upon God. God's job is to change people's hearts concerning us. And the Lord snaps his fingers and everything changes. And the Lord in this story, King Ahasuerus was not a good, he wasn't a godly man. He was a secular man. He was a, just a powerful, the most powerful man on the planet. And he fell in love with a Jewish girl named Esther. Mordecai was her uh, uh, uncle that raised her. And that was the connectedness uh, to, to those three. And, and yet God used an ungodly king to fulfill a godly purpose. So even if the people that you didn't, you know, maybe someone you didn't vote for or you're not excited about their policies, God snaps his fingers and he makes them collaborate with him to accomplish kingdom purpose. The church's job is to fast and pray and to stand in the gap and to rebuke the enemy and watch what God will do. He will do amazing things. Now, just a couple of things. Mordecai had done a righteous thing, a good thing, and yet it was forgotten for a season. My first point is this. God hasn't forgotten about you. He hasn't forgotten about your life's obedience, prayers, faith, and sacrifices. Sometimes our prayers are answered years later. Sometimes a, a act of faith, sacrifice, or obedience that we've done isn't rewarded for many, many months, weeks, years, or later. But God always rewards. There's always a, an accounting. The Bible says this in Galatians 6, 9, don't grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap if you don't faint. I just want to encourage you, you keep, you keep believing God, you keep praying. You keep sowing. You keep doing what's right. Because even though there's not always an immediate consequence and result, there will be a breakthrough. There will be a king that is stirred. There will be something that happens in the orbit of your life that's a direct result of your faith, obedience, and prayers as a believer. That's so important that we get that. Hebrews 6 says this, God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you've sown, shown toward his name, in that you've ministered to the saints and do minister. Well, someone say, well, I served the church as a volunteer for the year, for years, and nothing happened. Are you kidding me? All kinds of things happen. While you're blessing God's family, God's blessing your family. One of your kids was scheduled to have a head-on car accident. God rebuked it. Your, 
your crazy uncle going to get saved? Your, your runaway black sheep family member is about to have a God encounter. And, and don't ever underestimate or throw away what God can do because the devil will try to dissuade you by discouraging you. But discouragement is often the greatest when breakthrough is the closest. So don't let the devil steal. The Bible says this in Philippians chapter 1, being confident of this very thing that he that has begun a good work in you shall complete it. He's going to do it. Point number two, the devil is an evil, manipulative bully who works tirelessly to steal our joy, weaken our faith, and fill us with fear. But God is about to take the weapon the enemy has used, uh, tried to use against you and make it work for your good. It's literally the funnest thing in life when God does this. When God flips the script. Joseph, the, Joseph's a thousand years old. He's 120 years old. He stands before his family and his family sold him. His, his older brothers, his 10 older brothers sold him as a slave, told his dad he was dead. I, the worst kinds of hurt come the people from the people we love the most and trust the most and don't expect hurt to come from them. And so Joseph said to them, you meant evil against me, Genesis 50, 20, but God meant it for good as it is this day. The word meant means to interplate, to, to weave. You weaved, purposed, imagined evil against me, but look what God did. I tell my church this all the time, if it's not good yet, it only means God's not done yet. Don't give up. You can't, my wife's a great cook, and I'm so grateful. And uh, other day she was making, you know, a nice cake, and it had been in the oven a few minutes, the whole house filled with the smell of this, this beautiful cake she's making, and I went to the oven, took it out before it was done, shouted, oh, look at this mess. Now she would say, it's only a mess because you took it out before it was done. The things we misread are often because we've interpreted them at the wrong time. Give God the chance to finish it. And then you'll see he's made it good. So as God, if, as God made creation, he stepped back and said, it's good. It's good. Remember that if it's not good yet, it just means God's not done yet. He's still working. Isaiah 54, 17 says this, no weapon formed against you will prosper. I declare that in Jesus' name, every legal, every demonic, every witchcraft, every occultic, every addictive, every physical, every disease weapon against you cannot prosper in the name of Jesus. I don't care what it is. It can't work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Now, just a couple of last thoughts. My third point, final point is this. Jesus is looking for a bride. Not a mindless slave girl. So God wants his church to be a full partner in heavenly purpose on the earth. It's, it's, it's a big change. My wife and I are full partners and 
parenting my kids. We have four beautiful kids, almost nine, we eight grandkids at eight and a half now. We got one on the way. The great eight and gonna have the fine nine few months. And we've been full partners in raising our kids, building church, doing life. And it's a wonderful arrangement. She's, she's not my servant, she's my co-partner. And it's a, it's a beautiful joy to be a team. That's what a healthy marriage looks like. In chapter 8 of Esther, what happens is, sure enough, Haman is hung on his own gallows. King Ahasuerus does it. It's funny how it happens. It's like a, it's like a, a, a you know, a TV show. It's, it's, I mean, there's more drama than you can get on your favorite Netflix series. So Esther has a party. Haman bows at her feet, begging, begging for mercy. The king comes back and it looks like he's attacking her. He, he says, kill him. They take him off and they, they hang him on his own gallows. So here's Haman, the, a really representative of Satan, defeated at the cross. And yet the weapons of hell, even though Christ defeated Satan, for this purpose was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That's what 1 John 3 says. So Jesus defeated Satan. But Satan's weapons live on until we enforce the victory of the cross. <laughs> so what happened was Haman's dead, but his letters, he had sent letters to the 126, 127 provinces of Babylon that on a certain day, they would rise up and kill all the Jews, take all their possessions, and completely destroy them. And, and Esther said to the king, if I have found favor in your sight, please write a letter and stop the evil intention weapon of Haman. And the king looked at her and said, honey, don't you know me? You're my partner. He said, you write the letter. Here's my signet ring. You sign it. Whatever you write, whatever you sign is done. He said, See, here's what Jesus said. The works that I do, you do. And greater works than these because I'm going to the Father. If you ask anything in my name, the Father will give it to you. So Jesus said, your job is not to beg a reluctant God for dewdrops of mercy in your heated storms of life. Your job is to take authority over the devil, write scripts of victory, and declare the works of God in the earth. So they, it is such an important uh, uh, feature of our faith because if the church does not mature, see, Jesus is coming for a glorious church. And when we, you know, us, us people with Pentecostal charismatic heritage, the word glory gets, it gets, you know, people think it's a cloud. All the time, it's cute. I get sent pictures. Pastor, look at you can see the glory of God in the church. And it's like, you know, some glare from the camera. But it's right, it's right over your head. Yeah, thank you. So we, we got glory at this, and I get that. But glory, anything becomes glorious when it fulfills its purpose. 
The sun brings God glory by shining, the moon by reflecting, the bird by flying, the fish by swimming, the flower by blossoming. Everything that fulfills its God design brings God glory. And the church, when the bride of Christ matures and becomes a full partner with God, we bring God glory. So that's the kind of church God's coming for, a mature church that knows her identity. Now, it's, it's female. Paul called us the bride of Christ, and that's an identity we, that God likens us to. It's not an attack on masculinity, guys. It's just an image of who we are with God, okay? Now, in John 15, verse 7, here's what Jesus said. If you abide in me, if you abide, the word abide is used 10 times in like 12 verses here. So it's the key thought. If you dwell in me, if you abide in me, how do we abide in Jesus? Worship and prayer, the main ways. And my words abide in you, Bible, meditating on God's word. You will ask whatever you desire and it shall be done for you. Okay, stay with me because I'm gonna blow your mind. So Jesus said, I'm gonna show you how to become a co-creator with God. I'm gonna show you how to become pregnant with purpose and manifest the glory of God by fulfilling his will on the earth. So he, he said this, just spend time with me and keep my word on you because when my spirit and my word mix inside of you, it creates godly desires. And when you decree and pray and ask for those desires, it shall be done. The word shall be done is one Greek word, diomene, which means to create something out of nothing. Y'all still with me? You'll, well, I know some Christians that stand in their closet and they say, Lord, show me what to wear. So many choices. Now, if you're a man and married, you never have to worry about what to wear. You literally have a fashion designer. You, I, I have my own, fa everything that I have, have on tonight, I was told to wear. I haven't worried about clothes in 45 years. Honey, what I'm wearing tonight, thank you. It all matches. All she cares about is that it matches, doesn't clash. Thank you. Thank her. So when the church stops from growing to the place of expressing desire, well, I, well you, you know, prophecy awakens and confirms desire. God's purpose and plan that's planted into us by destiny, by God's design and by a preordained and predestined and beautiful, uh, you know, calling of God. But how did the Coronado victory happen? Well, your pastors are irritated that God's not doing anything there. And it grew into this passion like we are going to do something there. A couple words saying, yeah, you're supposed, 
and, and all of a sudden they have a burning passion to create something that has never happened on Cornero Island. You'll ask what you desire. Well, we desire the salvation of that island. We desire the salvation of all of this county and all this region. We desire, God, this entire territory be transformed by the kingdom of God. We desire every sinner within 10 miles of the church is saved. We desire, God, our family saved. So Esther and Mordecai sat down together and they wrote a script. And in the script, the un, there was an undoing of everything Haman had done. I, I want to close with this. There were so many things in your family's story God wants you to undo. He wants you to be the person who originates something new. And we call it breaking gener generational curses. Yeah, that's half of it, but we have to unleash generational blessings. The Bible says they sent that letter that they wrote, co-wrote, sealed by the king's signet ring which he had given to Mordecai and every province that got the letter there was joy there was victory whenever they heard the enemy was defeated like we sang tonight every place they heard the good news that the enemy had been defeated that they had been rescued they rose up and the Bible says in chapter 9 on the same day that Haman thought he would kill all the Jews, the opposite thing happened. And the Jews, the Jews killed all their enemies. What do you think, Pastor? I can't wait for God to do the opposite in your story. 1995, my heart broken. Became clinically depressed, suicidally depressed. Two and a half years, I knew I was depressed because I was finishing my PhD in psychology. Two and a half years, serious depression. Thought my life was over, 37. We had a horrible thing happen in our church and just all kinds of things consequently because of it. And the Lord healed me. God taught me how to forgive. I forgave my way out of the prison of pain. The Lord told me if I would forgive the people that hurt me, he would make me forget the pain they've caused me. I did and he did. And now I have a ministry. Just last Sunday, 130 people saved, 50 baptized, one Sunday, one campus. And my point is this, the Lord has taken what the enemy meant for evil and turned it for good. God, I thank you for awakening kings. I thank you, God, for a, a realm of favor that no one can stop. Thank you, God, that this church, this campus is in a timeline that's perfect for this awakening season of all kinds of things marshalling up. And I thank you, God, for it. Oh, God, you're so good. I, I want to, have I ever prayed for you, uh, youth pastor? Last time. So is that Mrs. Youth Pastor? You're anointed to take territory, change the world. You're anointed to be a city taker. God's very proud of you. It's not just that you're discerning and protective, a great watchman, a great, a great pastor, protector. It's that 
you have faith, young man. And if you keep your faith growing, you're going to do crazy things like your pastor here and like his pastor. You're going to do crazy things that shake whole regions of the earth. So God has you on. I, I, I know you've got a 20-year plan. I saw on a 25. I know you've got all these things lined up. But God's about to mess with your world in a good way. You're a revivalist. You and her sister, God's so proud of you. You're the real thing. You're godly. You're strong. You're reliable. You're unbelievably uh, persevering and uh, patient. And you're a gift to everyone around you. Kids look up to you. Your husband couldn't live without you. And your kids honor you. So just way to go. You're doing life at the best way possible. Now, you're... The zeal in your husband's going to get stronger and stronger. But I saw you prophesying like fire falling on people. God's anointed you to declare things that would set this region free and set a generation free from all kinds of bondages. Both of you have been given keys to unlock prison cells children are in, young people are in, to bring them out of identity confusion, out of trauma, out of abuse. You're wonderful people. God bless this couple. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, lift your hands to heaven, everybody. God, we, we love you and pray. Pastor, if anybody want me to pray for, I don't want to miss them. Would you stretch your love, everybody, toward this lovely family? Hi, guys. How you doing? Jose? Lord, thank you for Jose and Lindsay. Thank you for your hand upon their lives. Thank you for who they are. Thank you for their story, their journey, their faith. Uh, Brother Jose, you've proved everybody wrong. You, you keep revealing the quality of your character and heart, the stewardship of your gifts, the brilliance of your mind, the loyalty of your godliness, and you just keep blowing people. Once again, you've proved them wrong. It's to the point now where people that used to be highly critical of you or highly honoring of you, you forgave people who were almost abusive in their treatment. You've been a man in your family that broke the curse of anger and unleashed true godliness. The strength you carry and the strength you walk in has allowed you to build things, protect your loved ones, but it's all also allowed you to become a great pillar in the house of God. And the Lord's very proud of you. And I declare over you, young man, get ready. There's a threefold increase coming to the realm of your life, your realm of your business, the realm of your finance, the realm of your influence. So God is not diminishing things, God's increasing things. So 18 months ago, the thing the enemy started against you, God stops tonight. And God's unleashing the opposite thing to happen. And so there won't be legal problems. There'll be miracle breakthroughs. And so God, I thank you for all you're doing in the life, the story, the journey. And the devil can't have one inch of their territory, their possessions, and their business, and their family. And I thank you, God, for it. Uh, was that Miss Lindsay? Lord, thank you for Lindsay, God, thank you. So I just want to say this. You're such a great match as a couple because you both have such high ceilings.
And God's very proud of you, Miss Lindsay. I saw you like, so I saw you. Um, you're with this group of women and they were behaving, you know, a certain way. And it was like a, a light switch went on. He said, nope, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. You matured early. You took back a whole season of time the enemy tried to steal from you. You're a miracle woman. Your faith and trust in God is real. Your wisdom to your husband is invaluable. When you speak, it's like the voice of God. And God couldn't be more proud of you. In your family, you broke the curse of brokenhearted women and families that fell apart because of it. And so the Lord says, thank you for standing, believing, contending. And the Lord said, even you, you should have been celebrated more then, but God said, I'm celebrating you now. You're a great uh, wife and mother and leader. You're a great business-minded person, and you're a great woman of God. And God says, when it comes to that last issue, your influence as a woman of God is going to change the world and uh, affect this whole region for good. Your voice will be heard. Your testimony will be heard. And I will change the hearts of many because of you. And it was like a whole key ring God gave you. I just saw you opening heart after heart for heart for heart. Amazing things. And then I saw you, you and your husband, initiating people to step out in faith in life. From marriage to business to ministry, you're going to be initiators of helping people move forward. Now, there's something God's bringing you into. It's good. The Lord says, I'm green lighting it. It's good. It's not bad. It's going to be the greatest, most satisfying season of your life. There's a great champion. There's a, a, a brilliant a, a, a ascending prince in your family. I loosen in your children greatness of God and purpose and accomplishment. God, they will be everything they're called to be in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for it. Amen. Dave and Jessica. Hi. Gabriel. Gabriel. Help me pray for Gabriel. I always wanted to meet Gabriel. There he is. Shorter than I thought he'd be. Just, just kidding. I'm sorry. No, I thought he'd be 15 feet down. No, no. Lord, thank you for this lovely couple. Thank you, God, for your head upon their lives. Thank you, God, for their, their faith journey. Thank you, God, for... So I saw this amazing thing. Um, the way your mind works at such a phenomenal speed. And I saw like in, in school, you're like, you're, go you're only goofing around because you were done way before everyone else. And, and you saw that, well, this isn't hard. And so th there was kind of a disinterest because, it, because you were beyond it, because of the speed of your mind. And it, it caused you to as an adult, it caused you to see things others weren't seeing and then to imagine like a futurist what things could look like. And the Lord's just proud of you that you've, you've between the Holy Spirit and your own agencies, your own creative and, and uh, high-powered mind, God's doing great things. Just way to go, young man. And in your family, so the devil stole so much. I mean, measurable things in your family's story. You're the one taking it all back. You're the one who's retrieving it. Like by legal right with God, you're retrieving this. And it's to the point now where it's pouring into your family and your children. It's going to be amazing what God does in these years to come. I saw every person in your family saved. I declare revival comes to your side of the family, every single one. So 
there's, there's like, like a family reunion, like 74 people, whatever, this beautiful group of people, I mean, quality people, um, beautiful people. And I was telling the Lord, he started calling out every one of their names. And I declare just like that, they're all gonna come to, like you have come to the beautiful revelation of who Jesus is. They're coming out of the, the fog of lifeless religion. They're coming out of dead faith or lack of faith. They're coming out of false beliefs. So God, thank you for revival and breakthrough. So two years ago, so something's been in motion for two years. In these next two months, it's going to happen. Uh, uh, that, that God's accelerating things. So God's making things happen that have been a little slow in their development. And God, so I thank you for a, just a great partner, the perfect wife, perfect partner for this man. And they're perfect for each other. God, I thank you for faith or heart or spirit. And I thank you, you know, when, when my my kids said, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm not famous, but I'm, almost famous in some places. And, uh, but, so when there's a problem in my family, my kids don't call me, they call her. Because everything she prays comes to pass. And everything you pray comes to pass. Your heart is so pure, it is so unencumbered, it is so right for your family, right to God. When you read out things, there's unusual power on it. And the Lord just very proud of you. The devil did not expect you to make it. So I saw from 17 to 19, and I saw then something at 12 and 13. The devil tried to put these experiences and these unsafe environments and everything the devil threw at you, God prevented it from having a lifelong impact. You are overcoming, curse-breaking, awesome woman of God. And I just declare over you, your children will be great in the earth. Your family is going to see your faith rewarded. And you're going to see, uh, so there's been a prolonged grief in two parts of your family, like two families of your family. I'd say grief ends. The season of grief ends and God wipes tears and heals hearts and renews faith. So God, thank you for that property miracle coming up in the next uh, year or so. Thank you for all the things you have for this amazing family in every way. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. pray for Brie, everybody. Now, when I pray for her, I command pain to leave this room. It's leaving her. If you have pain in your body, I just want you to lift your hand wherever you are in the room, where you are. If someone has their hand raised around you, let's let's gang up on him and pray. Lord, I thank you for a miracle for Brie tonight and all kinds of things happening in her world, her story, her life, her family, and uh, her future. So this is breakthrough time, Miss Bray. This is God making things right time. This is, so I saw this, it was this beautiful, it was clear glass, but it wasn't even glass. It was some kind of like a heavenly material. And inside of it, I thought it was water, but it was, it was all your tears. And the Lord said, I've stored her tears up as a precious, worship to me but the Lord said tell her the season of tears is ending so God I thank you that even that part of her that's really hurting you care so much about 
and you know what she's been through and you know what she's going through. And so, Lord, I declare your healing grace, your healing love to her. In Jesus' name, I declare to you, no weapon formed against you will prosper. Thank you for her full physical life, healing. Thank you for emotional, mental healing. God, as I lay behind upon her, the power of God goes from this place to another place and brings life and brings healing and brings recovery. No matter what has a, a, there's a narrative about a circumstance that already has a strong, it looks like a, a controlling narrative. I'm breaking the narrative. I'm breaking the narrative. I'm stopping what men have written. And I'm going to do miracles for you. There will even come a time when land is given back to you. Physical land is a part of this great grace of God, this great work of God. God, thank you great for your, your great love, God. I lose the healing to every person in your family who's diseased and suffering and that's in pain. I lose the power of God. It's your life, your story. You're the real thing. You're a woman of God. Now, I don't know how many, how many grandkids you have. How, how many? Two steps. Two steps. So, any more grandkids coming? Yeah, let's get with it, people. So I, I, so I saw you with the room. There's a little bit, a little bit more than that. Okay. And they, they kept saying, "Tell us another story. Tell us another story." You're a treasury of amazing testimony. The things you've experienced, things you've seen, things God's done, things God's brought you from. The Lord couldn't be more proud of you. You're the real thing. You're a treasure to God. Lord, thank you for this free. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, God. Are you a... Are you the... You did uh, the offering. Great, great job. Are, are you Mrs. Offering? Are you related to her? Just friends? Yeah. What, what's your name again? Manuel and Ruby. Lord, thank you for Manuel and Ruby. What gifts you are, what genuine people of faith and godliness you are. It's, it's amazing, um, Manuel. You're, it's amazing how many mountains you've climbed. So I saw these five different things. It wasn't necessarily different vocations, but it was like different seasons or different beginnings. Starting at the bottom, going to the top. You never complain when God makes you start at the bottom. But you always end up at the top. That spirit, it's a spirit of excellence. It's amazing. It is such an honor to God. If everyone would live like that, maximizing their seasons, their life, and their potential. Such a great example. Your heart has been true and pure. When things go wrong, you never blame God. <laughs> I forgot to tell you, I, I got so depressed, I wrote a country western album. It wasn't good. The Lord's just so proud of you. You, when I was a kid, I had a, we didn't have technology, we had outdoors. <laughs> but I had this thing called a super ball, just a rubber ball. You throw it down, harder harder goes, higher goes. You're like a super ball. You're like 
your resilience is remarkable. You always end up higher than you were before. You're called to mentor leaders. You're called to multiply yourself. You're called to inspire people. And God's not done in the mountain climbing. God's not done in the business part or the ministry part. There's increase happening in those realms. It's all really good stuff from another city. Just So let's just go up from here, you know, 150 miles. God's, God's awakening a king. And there's going to come in another connection. And you're going to say, hey, you're not going to believe what just happened. Gonna, you know, we've got this opportunity now or this option. And it's like you build things or sell things, whatever. So whatever's happening in that realm, this is going to be the biggest that ever happens so far. So God's not done. You've been wondering what's what's next. God's laughing about it. He's so excited. Okay, this is amazing. God loves to bless anybody. He really loves to bless you because the way your heart has walked with him, like King David, so beautifully pure and right. Every person in your family is going to be free. Every person. So it's amazing the things you've overcome that others didn't. But I declare you broke the curse that captured the hearts of men. And now they all will be free in Jesus' name. I saw, it looked like a nephew, a, a young man. I saw him walk in the greatness because of you. So you, you're going to help some amazing things happen. Might even be a son. There's things happening in your world that are really consequential in these next years. So uh, I forgot your name already. Maddie? Maddie? Ruby, Manuel and Ruby. Uh, so Miss Ruby, just way to go. Your, so just a couple of things. The devil stopped messing with you when he found out how strong you could be. So your sweet Ruby, until the devil does something, then your warrior Ruby, 20 feet tall, army boots and a huge sword. And the way you fought for your family, for God's purpose, the way you fought for the things you knew God wanted to do is remarkable. It's consistent. It's biblical. You never accepted a setback or adversity as permanent. You always waged war through it. And you've set an example of overcoming. There's great women in your family, but you've risen to the top of it. And the Lord's very proud of you. And there's something in your, there's a great person in your family you're the mother you're the mother of champions there's something rising up of really great consequence in the earth so god i thank you for all you're doing this precious family thank you god once again i saw an unusually large parcel of land bless them god in everything that they touch in christ's name amen if we don't okay pastor i've gone way over thank you jesus okay everybody lift your hands to heaven thank you jesus i want every person here with an incurable disease to stand to your feet if you have something that doctors say you have to learn to live with, it's not going away, or it's going to get worse. Yeah. Is that you? Yeah, can you come, would you mind uh, folks coming forward if, you, if you're able to come forward? If, if you're able to walk and come forward, I'd love to pray for you. I listen to miracle to you in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord of a church. You're already a miracle woman. Is your family here? Are any family members here? That, okay, that's, is that your son? Mustache already. What are you, 12? Let's go. Let's go. I had to wait till I was 25. I don't know what's going on there. I listen. Everybody come forward to me. I listen to the power of God. Maybe the prayer team pastor can help me with this. Pastors here. Father, we declare over these lovely people now the power of Jesus Christ. We rebuke infirmity, disease, and the permanency of it. 
We loose the creative miracles now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I loose the power of God to you. I loose the power of God to you. I, I want to say this to you. Every one of you up here, you will live and not die, declaring the works of the Lord. God, thank you for your healing power. You're doing good. Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Worship team or prayer team, just help me pray for them. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good. You're so good. I promise to complete what I've begun in you. I promise I will finish what I started. I promise I will not fail you. You've trusted me. And the Lord says, your trust will never be will never be ashamed. You will always see my power, my faithfulness, and my promises. God, thank you for your power right now. Keep praying for them. Keep praying. I loosen a creative miracle to you. I loosen the power of God to you. This thing ends. This thing ends. I loosen the power of God. I loosen the power of God. Is it? Is God, I, as I, I keep praying for this beautiful baby, I loosen a miracle in the name of Jesus. What, what, what's your name, young man? Armando, and what's your name? Hi, Miss Rita. You're adorable. Yes, you are. Hi. Hi, yeah. So I saw three things. I saw the devil tried to kill her in the womb. Then at birth and there was announcements the devil can't have her Rita's going to be with long life God's going to satisfy her God we declare your love your grace your power over this baby right now in the name of Jesus keep praying everybody keep praying you're doing good come on a prayer team just lay your hands on anyone up here who's up here for a prayer Father we pray in the name of Jesus for healing for each one of these beautiful men and women what's your name sir so Brian you've already It's a, it's a wonderful thing when people press through contradictions and still maximize their, their potential. Do as much as they can with what they're able to. You've, you've, you've never let difficulties had a controlling aspect of you. God's very proud of you. The threat of this thing leaves you right now. I lose the power of God and I declare with long life God will satisfy you. I thank you, God, you heal his heart, his life, his body, his blood. You heal every cell of his body right now in the name of Jesus. Keep praying, everybody. Keep praying. You're doing good. You're doing good. You're doing good. Come on. Come on. Keep praying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Come on. Lay your hands on him. A worship team. A prayer team. What, what's your name, honey? Rochelle. So, so, Miss Rochelle, the Lord loves you so much. It's amazing how far you've come in life. It's amazing how much you've overcome. Because it wasn't just a physical thing. You had to overcome unsafe environments, unsafe people, violence, and everything else. And you're a trophy to God. And God's not going to fail you. As I lay my hand upon you again, I lose the creative miracle to your body. God, I thank you for touching your head to foot, head to foot, head to foot right now in the mighty name of Jesus. You do it, Lord, because you love her and the greatness of your name is working for her right now. Keep praying, everybody. You're doing good. You're doing good. You're doing good. Thank you, God, in the mighty name of Jesus for your grace, your power, your promise, your strength. So I saw this amazing thing. I saw like a medical report. And everything started going backwards, like a clock going backwards, started reversing. I listened to the reversal of everything that's advanced in your body. 
trying to control you and define you, destroy you. I loosen miracles to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord of the church. This thing stops, this thing ends in Jesus' name. You're doing good, everybody, you're doing good. I listen to the power of God to you, sir, in the mighty name of Jesus. What's your name? Enrique. So Enrique, I saw like three times the devil tried to kill you and unusual things. So one was an illness, but other were crazy moments. God has sovereignly and beautifully kept you alive. We need you. He needs you. He's got so much for you. So this thing's not going to stop you. Okay, nothing else did. I think you got for a miracle for Enrique right now. We declare it. Keep praying, church. Keep praying, everybody here. You're doing so good. You're doing so. You're doing good. Come on, keep praying, prayer team. We use the great name of Jesus. We use the great name of Jesus. What? What's your name? Vanessa. So, Vanessa, I, I saw all these words coming against you. Some of them were, some of them for a long time ago. Some of them were current or around you. And you were like, when am I going to hear good news? Well, tonight you hear good news. I declare the power of God into every cell of your body in the mighty name of Jesus. So, God, I thank you for healing her giving her heart desire and she's a miracle woman and she's going to have a miracle story because of your your spirit working in her body right now in Jesus name you're doing good everybody come on keep praying keep praying keep praying you're doing good you're doing good come on keep praying for them thank you Jesus I saw you you were jumping up and down for joy joy comes joy comes Joy comes, victory comes, healing comes. Come on, everybody, just lift your hands to heaven. God, we thank you. I pray for every person here, no matter what their need is. Jesus healed me from depression. If you've been battling discouragement or depression, maybe high anxiety, would you give me the chance in closing to pray for you? Wherever you are, if that's if that's you, would you just raise your hands? Say, Pastor, I've been feeling depressed or just pretty discouraged, and we're, we're going to pray for you. So, if someone has their hand raised, church, would you help me pray for them? Thank you, God. Come on, if someone has their hand raised, just just find them and let's pray. Father, we lift the hearts of these your sons and daughters, and we declare tonight that the heaviness, the weariness, leaves. And you said you would give us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You said you would give us the oil of joy for mourning. I thank you, God, for lifting the hearts, the minds, the souls of these, your precious sons and daughters, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, keep praying, praying you're doing good, you're doing good, you're doing good. Part of what's happened is just the longevity of something. And when we carry something, endure something, and face something for a long time, it just starts wearing on us. But your faith is about to be re rewarded. So it's, it's, it's a breakthrough time, okay? It's a breakthrough. You, you've not done anything wrong. You've not caused trouble. The trouble the enemy started, God's going to end. God's, God's ending it. So, God, I thank you for lifting the heart of your daughter right now. We declare great peace 
and great healing to her. And I declare a miracle to your home. God's not done. And a miracle's on the way. That's what you do, Jesus. That's what you do so well. Thank you, Lord. Are, are, are you related to her? Yeah. But what's your name, young man? So, Adriel, how old are you? Okay. So, I just want to, um, you, would you mind standing? God's got big plans for you. God's got an amazing future for you. You're, you have so many gifts. There's, like, so many options. You're intelligent. You're personable. You're athletic. You're just a great young man. God's not going to let anyone else's pain be a part of your life story. You are going to change the world, young man. You stay close to Jesus in this time, and you're going to be on platforms in this world because of accomplishments, because of your own gifts being exhibited, and you'll have a chance to help people. It's in you to do that. God, I thank you for your hand upon this history maker and world shaker. And when you're famous, don't forget me. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, lift your hands to heaven, everybody. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Who? Someone standing, you've had, there was, there was a suicide that in your family that affected everyone kind of overwhelming way. Wave your hand at me if that's you. I'm going way over my time. Okay, thank you. Okay. How you doing here, man? What's your name? Victor. Hey, would you come out here and let me pray for you? Would you help me pray for Victor? You guys are a couple. So, uh, so, Victor, I just want to say this. You have a good heart. You really do. And God's proud of the way you've navigated through. Some things are so hard to understand, we, we can't. There's, there's not an explanation. There's not clarity about things. And God's just proud of you for kind of making it through that turbulent waters. It's like a boat going through rocky water but I, as I pray for you Victor I, I pray for the, the, the weight of this to lift off you and your family and it, the, it's, it's not just grief it's like it's like tr dream killing grief and your heart has the dream you're a creative you're a dreamer you're going to change the world. And the devil's just trying to just dim your light, you know. But you're going to make it out of this, okay? God loves you so much. He's so proud of you, young man. Lord, I thank you for touching this whole family, Victor and his whole family. This is such a horrible thing for them to have gone through, but now you lift the weight of it. Because you have so many great things for this amazing young man. As I touch him, touch everyone in the family that's hurting. 
Let them feel something happen tonight that begins a healing season when they all start dreaming and laughing. going forward again in Jesus name. Amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.